Baby Bus. World Classic Fairy Tales: The Wild Swans, Part Two. After her long journey, Eliza and her brothers finally flew across the sea. Before the sun set, they arrived at a cave where they wanted to spend the night. <sighs> I hope I can find a way to break the spellcast of my brothers while I dream. <sighs> in her dream, Eliza flew to a fairy's castle high up in the air. You, you're the old woman who pointed me the way earlier on. Wow, you're a lot more beautiful and younger now. <laughs> Maybe. I can help you one more time by telling you how to save your brothers. Do you have enough courage? I'm willing to do anything for the sake of breaking the spell cast on my brothers. Okay, <laughs> look. What's this? The fairy stretched out a hand. It's a a nettle? Yes, yes. You must gather nettles with your own hands, then crush them with your feet and make hemp thread. You must use the thread twisted from the hemp to weave eleven cloaks. When you drape them on the swans, your brother's spell will be broken. That's great! <laughs> I must go pick the nettles now. Oh, wait! You must remember: from the time you start making the cloaks to the time you finish, you may not utter a word, or your brothers will endure heart-wrenching pain. Okay. <laughs> Eliza nodded her head and took the nettle from the fairy's hands. Ouch! It hurts. The nettle pricked Eliza's fingers, the pain waking her up from her dream. Nettles, I must look for nettles. It was fortunate that there were many nettles growing beside the cave where she was sleeping, but the nettles were very prickly. Eliza picked as many nettles as she could, and her hands were soon pricked all over. Her feet were bleeding too. Seeing how their little sister was suffering, the brothers were heartbroken. But the sun was rising, and they had to take flight again. They left their sister weaving hemp cloaks in the cave. When Eliza was weaving the second cloak, a group of people broke into the cave with their hunting dogs. Beautiful girl, what are you doing alone in this cave? Seeing how terrified Eliza was, a handsome young man questioned her gently. Eliza wasn't supposed to speak, so she just shook her head and hid the twisted hemp in her sleeves. Oh, poor girl! I see you can't talk. Hmm. Follow me. I'll take good care of you. The kind man helped Eliza onto his horse and took her back to his palace. It turned out that this young man was a king who was out hunting. Help this girl dress up, and put her in the best room. Put all her things from the cave in it. She won't feel lonely then. What a kind king! When Eliza learned that she could continue working to save her brothers, she smiled happily. Look, look! The girl the king brought back is so beautiful. <laughs> She'll soon be our queen. <laughs> You're blinded, just like our king. I can tell she's a witch just by looking at her. A minister grumbled to himself among the crowd. From then on, the minister kept mumbling bad things about Eliza in the king's ears. No way! My queen is a very kind person. The king always replied this way. Now that Eliza had become the queen, she had not forgotten about saving her brothers. Every night, 
she retired to her room to weave the cloaks. When she was weaving the seventh cloak, the hemp thread she brought back from the cave ran out. She asked her maidservant where she could find some nettle, silently, by signing. Oh, nettle? Oh, your majesty, you can only find nettles near the church cemetery, but, but very few people dare to go there because it's gloomy and scary. In order not to attract any attention, Eliza draped a black cloak over herself at midnight, and she went to the cemetery the maidservant had directed her to. The minister, who liked to speak ill of Eliza, saw this and reported it to the king at once. Who goes to the cemetery in the middle of the night? <laughs> Only witches do that. This time, the king observed Eliza secretly. He found out that she slipped back into her own room from the cemetery every night. Eliza went to the cemetery one more time. Russell. The howling cold wind was blowing the leaves like a monster's footsteps following Eliza. Ooh, ooh. The dreary hoot of an owl was like a demon's song above Eliza's head. <sighs> Looks like she really is a witch. Catch her, then. Poor Eliza was locked up in the prison wagon together with her hemp thread and cloaks. Great! I can continue weaving! Eliza was secretly happy. She didn't care about the subject's accusation against her. She looked down as she wove the eleventh cloak. She was nearly done. Flap, flap, flap. Eleven swans flew through the air. They flapped their wings hard as they tried to save their sister. Hmm, come face your punishment. But right before Eliza was dragged out and executed, she tossed the cloaks on her brothers. Oh, look, the eleven swans turned back to princes. But her youngest brother still had the wing of a swan because Eliza couldn't weave the last sleeve in time. I'm innocent. I'm not a witch. Eliza could finally speak again. She fell into her brother's arms and cried. Eliza was trying to save us. The brothers told everyone what had happened. Nobody thought this brave, kind girl was a bad person anymore. The king put the most beautiful flowers on Eliza and welcomed her and her brothers back into the palace, where they lived happily ever after. <laughs>